For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dardici. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering the announcement of a valedictorian and salutatorian for the class of 2022, and we're giving a recap of Princeton Athletics news. Off-campus, Twitter has been bought by Elon Musk. It's Wednesday, April 27th. On Monday, the university announced that the valedictorian for the class of 2022 will be Natalia Orlovsky, and the salutatorian will be Francis Mangina. Orlovsky is a molecular biology concentrator from Chadsford, Pennsylvania. He'll continue her studies with Harvard University's Biological and Biomedical Studies doctoral program next year. Mangina's concentration is philosophy, which she's completed alongside a certificate in ancient Roman language and culture. The next few years, we'll see her begin an ancient philosophy master's program at Oxford University with an Erdogan scholarship, before embarking on a philosophy doctorate degree at the University of Chicago. Last weekend was massive for Princeton Athletics, as the men's volleyball, women's golf, and women's tennis teams all won conference championships. The men's outdoor track team jumped to 19th in the national coaches poll after a strong showing at the Virginia Invitational, and the women's team set seven top 10 marks in the school record book at the same meet. The men's lacrosse team stumbled a bit, losing to Harvard and dropping from third to seventh in the national rankings. They host Cornell this Saturday in a game with huge title implications, as they're one of five Ivy League teams tied at the top of the conference going into the last weekend of play. The 12th ranked women's lacrosse team won their away game at Harvard this weekend, keeping their perfect Ivy season alive. If they win at Columbia today, they'll stay tied with Yale atop the table at 6-0, and they're hosting the Bulldogs this Saturday in what could be a battle of undefeateds for the Ivy League crown. Off-campus on Monday, Elon Musk reached a deal to purchase Twitter Incorporated for a sum of roughly $44 billion. It's a sale that's been coming for a few weeks, but not without some stops and starts. Musk first revealed he was the company's biggest shareholder, then he almost joined its board of directors before backing out at the 11th hour. Now he's bought the whole thing with the intention of going private. It'll be the biggest such sale in over two decades, and it could shape the way free expression is handled for the platform's 217 million daily users. Musk said he wants to get rid of bots on the platform and make its algorithms open source for greater transparency. He also called free speech the bedrock of democracy. This is interesting in the context of past statements. He's previously been vocal in decrying bans of contentious accounts, previously arguing that Twitter shouldn't impose bans beyond the letter of the law in any given country. It's an idea in opposition with the typical content policies of social media platforms, which often offer bans for disinformation or other things that, you know, the US government couldn't stop you from saying under the First Amendment. It isn't quite clear how this mindset will come across in policies around bans, like the controversial one of former President Donald Trump after last year's January 6th insurrection, and overall, not much is known of Musk's exact vision for the platform. Users of Twitter were divided largely along party lines on the topic. Republicans tended to laud the sale as a protection of what they perceived to be free speech, while Democrats worried about Musk's motives and the conglomeration of power in big tech. Yesterday, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris announced that she had tested positive for COVID-19 after spending a week in California. She remains asymptomatic. Harris's press secretary, Kirsten Allen, has said that the vice president has not been in close contact with President Biden and will continue to isolate at home. The news comes after several high-ranking White House officials have tested positive in the past month, including Press Secretary Jen Psaki, and after several U.S. senators tested positive just yesterday. Today on campus, it'll be a bit chilly with a good amount of sun. Temperatures will hover in the low 50s with strong winds in the afternoon. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by me and Theo Wells-Fackman, sound engineered by Hope Perry, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For the Daily Princetonian, possibly for the last time, I'm Mark Dodici. Have a wonderful day.